Greetings, friends. Thank you for joining Present Truth Presented, Passover to Pentecost podcast, Season 2, Crossing Over into a New Era of Expectancy. We are on Episode 49. We have come to the end of Week 7. Tomorrow is the 50th day, Shavuot, or Pentecost. We have been tarrying or waiting these last 10 days in anticipation for an outpouring and new endowment of power from Abba, which he promised he would bring to his people as we wait on him during these days. That's what counting the Omer from Passover to Pentecost is all about. It's about waiting on the Lord, abiding in his presence to receive fresh revelation and endowment of power for this new era that we're in. Um, Today, we will continue to glean revelation from Acts chapter 12. Uh, We've been talking about marks or signs that reveal that we have entered into a new era. And we learned that that the how we know that a new era has begun in the in, in the time realm is that an epic event happens. Well, our event that took place around the world was last year uh, when the COVID nineteen pandemic was released, and it was in full spring, full swing at Passover last year. So in the time realm, we know we have because we actually did have an epic event. But in the spirit, we see that in in the New Testament, there were 22 signs or marks that revealed what happens when a new era begins. And we've been looking at those. And today, we're on the last mark, or the last sign, which is number 22, entitled, Freedom at the Gates, Gates Open in a New Era. Chapter 12 is about gates. We've seen several times the angel uh, brought Peter, he opened the gates of the prison, he's going to open up gates of cities, and we're going to see that in a moment. The breaker goes before us to open the gates, and angels stand at the ready to assist us in bringing God's glory to the gates of our lives, cities, and nations. Yahweh is anointing an army clothed in glory, endued with power, and motivated by love in this hour. Freedom is available for the body of Christ to cross up and take out the giants of comfortability, hopelessness, prejudice, religion, and skepticism. The army arising will be free of a status quo mentality, lukewarmness, unbelief, passivity, and fear will be dealt with on a daily basis, I'm sure, as we're stepping into new arenas and new anointings, but 
these things must be eradicated from our lives if we're going to be used powerfully in this day. A freedom people is coming forth in this hour. And I don't know about you, but I want to be a part of that freedom company, that glory company. Let's look a little bit at gates because our our 22nd mark is freedom is at the gates that gates will open as we approach them. Well, we see in Isaiah 62 10 that we're to go through, we're to go through gates, we're to clear a way for the people to come through gates, we're to build up, we're to build up a highway so people can walk on to come into the kingdom of God. We're to remove any stones, any stumbling blocks out of people's way so that they can find Yeshua. We're to lift up a flag or a standard standard or a banner so that people will be able to see, oh, that's where Yeshua is. That's where I need to go. Genesis 22, 17 tells us that we can possess the gates of our enemies. The breaker goes before us. We see that in Mark, Micah, excuse me, 2.13, which reads, The one who breaks through goes up before them. They break through, they pass through the gate, and they go out by that. So their king goes before them, the Lord at their head. This is telling us that first and foremost, the breaker, Yeshua, goes before us to break us out of confined, restricted places. Any gate that has been holding us back, he'll go before us and break it open so that we can go out, so that we can help others come out and see freedom. There are several scriptures in the Bible that give us assignments, as I like to call it, as we go to the gates. Amos 5.15 tells us that we are to establish justice at the gates. Hate evil, love good, and establish justice in the gate. Perhaps the Lord, God of armies, will be gracious to the remnant of Joseph. Zechariah 8.16 tells us that we must judge the enemies of God at the gates. It says, these are the things which you shall do. Speak truth to one another. Judge with truth and judgment for peace at your gates. So we to judge things with truth, which is the word of God. We're to release judgment and peace at the gates. Acts 16.13 tells us that prayer takes place at the gates. And Jeremiah 17, 19 through 20, we see that prophecy is to be released at the gates. This is what the Lord said to me, go and stand at the public gate through which the kings of Judah come in and go out, as well as at the gates of Jerusalem and say to them, listen to the word of the Lord. Listen to the word of the Lord. We're to go to public, the public square, public gates, gates of influence, the seven spheres of society, and we are to prophesy to them the word of the Lord. 
Isaiah 28 verses 5 and 6 tell us that we are to repel the onslaught of the enemy at the gates. It says, On that day, the Lord of armies, Lord Sabaoth, will become a beautiful crown and a glorious wreath to the remnant of his people, a spirit of justice for him who sits in judgment, and strength will be given to those who repel the onslaught at the gates. We can expect God to strengthen us as we go forth to do his work at the gates of our cities and nations. Psalms 127.5 tell us that we are to speak with the enemies at the gate. And Deuteronomy 6, 6 and 9 tells us that we are to write God's word upon the gates of our heart and upon physical gates of influence. We have seen throughout these 22 marks that angels are front and center in this new era. Well, angels also have assignments at gates. Acts 5.19, one of the assignments that angels have is to open the gates for those that are in prison, that those that are bound. Ezekiel 40 verse 35 says that the angel actually brought Ezekiel in the spirit and maybe in the natural two places to gates to do kingdom work. And Revelations 21, 12 and 15 tell us that the city the city had a high and thick wall with 12 gates. This is the city of Jerusalem that was being shown uh, John in Revelation. And each one of them was guarded by an angel. The angel who spoke to me had a gold measuring stick to measure the city and its gates and its walls. Angels are assigned to gates. And that brings us to Acts 12, where we're going to read the rest of the mission of Peter and what God did for him. Acts 12, verses 10 and 11 read, When they had passed through the first and second guard, they came to the iron gate that leads into the city, which opened for them by itself. And they went out, and they went along one street, and immediately the angel departed from him. So we saw that the angel opened the gates of the jail or the prison. Now the angel is opening the gates of the actual city so that Peter could come out. When that happened, when the angel departed, Peter's eyes were opened. And he says, now I know for sure that the Lord has sent forth his angel and rescued me from the hand of Herod and from all that the Jewish people were expecting. Peter thought he was having a vision, but his eyes were open once the angel was departed. There are times in our lives where we have met with angels and we were unaware because we were, our eyes were closed to divine assistance. In this hour, Yahweh is opening the eyes of his people for us to see and work with the angelic host. 
The angel took Peter to the place intended for him. We read yesterday that the men and women of the early church were praying and crying out to God for Peter's release. Their prayers released the angel which went to the prison and brought him out. I love that it says the angel took Peter to where he was destined to be. As we pray, we too must expect angels to aid us in our prayers because anything is, in, is possible to those who believe. How many of us can relate to Rhonda or Rhoda and, her, and the disciples? We earnestly pray for a situation, believing for a specific outcome, but we can't believe it when it comes. Thanks be to God, though, that often despite our skepticism, our prayers get answered. Acts 15 and 16 says, They said to her, You are out of your mind. But she kept insisting that it was so. They kept saying, It is an angel. But Peter continued knocking, and when they had opened the door, they saw him and were amazed. Now, get this picture. Peter gets set free from jail by an angel, divinely. He goes to the house. Now, how he knew where they were praying, must have been by the Spirit. And he knocks on the door to let them know, hey, your prayers have been heard, I'm free. Well, their servant Rhoda goes to the door, and she's utterly surprised. She shuts the door in Peter's face, basically, runs back to the people that are praying and says, hey, the guy you're praying for is at the door. And they do not believe it. They send her back and say, it can't be, it can't be, it must be an angel. But thanks be to God, their prayers had been answered. Mark 9.23 says, what do you mean, if I can, Jesus asked. Anything is possible if a person believes. I think that's what Yeshua is asking us today. What do you mean, if I can? Of course, I can set you free. Of course, I can shift nations. Of course, I can see the enemies of my God brought down. The, the church, the ecclesia, has authority over all the plots, plans, and schemes of the evil one. So we must rise in this hour with faith, great faith in prayer and action to see God's kingdom come and his will be done here on earth. When we pray, when we decree, declare, and proclaim, and go forth and do the missions that God sends us on, believing all things will be possible for us. Freedom comes when we pray. But there is a warning in this passage. I shared with you yesterday that there was two incidents in this chapter, Acts 12, of angels. One brought freedom, one brought death. Angels of death will be released in this hour because we have entered into a holy era where the fear of God 
must return to the church and the world. Acts 12 verses 21 through 23 reads, On an appointed day, Herod, having put on his royal apparel, took his seat on the rostrum and began delivering an address to the people. The people began crying out, the voice of God and not of man, the voice of God and not of man. And immediately an angel struck Herod because he did not give God the glory. He was eaten by worms and died. Beloved, in this hour, we must be very careful not to take any praise or glory from the great things that God's going to do through us. Psalms 115.1 says, Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory because of your loving kindness, because of your truth. We, are, we will see tremendous signs and wonders. We will be used to perform miracles. We will be used to bring people out of captivity, to see gates of nations shift and change. So we must also remember to give Elohim all the glory and all the praise. In these days and at this time, beloved, the Almighty God is saying, go through the gates. Remove the obstacles that hinder my kingdom from manifesting in the earth. I have given you authority and called you to possess the enemies that sit at the gates of society. I am calling you this hour to go to the gates associated with the seven spheres of influence. Write my words on the door of your heart. Then write them on the gates of your cities and nation. The enemy seeks to advance his agenda at the gates. Repel his onslaught with prayer, prophecy, and by speaking, declaring my word. Establish justice. Release my truth. The truth will bring judgment upon the plans of evil men who sit in places of power. The truth will bring judgment upon the plans of men, evil men, who sit in the places of power. I am the breaker, Yeshua, who goes before you to open the gates of culture. Go forth, bring people and places out of the grip of the enemy. I open and no man can shut. I am Yahweh of angel armies. Angels are at the ready to assist you in this kingdom mission bringing freedom to the land and its people. Put on the whole armor of Elohim to stand in this evil day. Put on the belt of truth. Stand on your feet alert. Release shalom everywhere you go. Take up the sword of the Spirit, my word. Take faith as your wraparound shield, for it can extinguish the blazing arrows coming at you from the evil one. Build yourself up by praying in the Spirit. Liberty and justice will invade the earth as you go forth proclaiming my word, says Almighty God. I bless you with the strength to stand in this evil day. I bless you with the wisdom to know the time and place to take the gates 
in your life, family, city, and nation. I bless you with the breaker, Yeshua, who goes before you to open up every place shut to you in this last season. Decree this over yourself. I am a gatekeeper going to the gates of influence, releasing light and truth. I am fully equipped working with the angels for this new era kingdom mission. Liberty and justice are upon my lips. The whole armor of God is my clothing. I am a freedom fighter. Amen. My heartfelt prayer for you in this season is for the Holy Spirit to come upon you, to overshadow you, to strengthen encourage and do you with power and cause you to be those that can stand in this day fully equipped with everything needed to go forth and see many come into God's kingdom. May your nation be blessed by your willingness to go forth and speak forth his word. Bless your nation. Bless your leaders. Remember it said, bless those who curse you. Bless them. Bless your land. Go forth and do exploits in the name of Yeshua in this new era. Be anchored in hope. Get face to face and heart to heart with the living God. Until tomorrow, this is Sharon Webster.